This program is brought to you by Moving Analytics, the nation's leading telehealth provider of cardiovascular prevention programs. Four out of five patients after a heart attack or surgery do not get access to the life-saving benefits of cardiac rehab. At Moving Analytics, our evidence-based virtual cardiac rehab solution has enabled thousands of patients to overcome access-related barriers and has helped hospitals and health plans triple participation rates and improve their quality of care. Learn more by visiting movinganalytics.com. From the American Association of Cardiovascular and Pulmonary Rehabilitation, it's the AACDPR Pulse Pod, and I'm your host, Tom Draper. Million Hearts 2027 is a national initiative co-led by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, recognizing the possibility to prevent 1 million heart attacks, strokes, and other cardiovascular events over the next five years. AACVPR partnered with the CDC to develop and release the Million Hearts AACVPR Cardiac Rehab Change Package in 2018. We continue to partner with Million Hearts to advance the work of the Million Hearts Cardiac Rehab Collaborative and the Cardiac Rehab Think Tank. Today, we are joined by Dr. Larry Sperling, Executive Director of Million Hearts, to learn more about the Million Hearts 2027 framework and explore the initiative's contributions to increase cardiac rehab participation to 70% by 2027. Welcome, Dr. Sperling. Thanks very much, Tom. It's really an honor to represent our Million Hearts team and Million Hearts partners on the fourth Pulse Pod uh, podcast. So, um, so look forward to speaking with you, of course, about Million Hearts 2027, the initiative, and the importance of cardiac rehabilitation to the initiative, which has been one of our core areas of focus. And, and you're very correct. Um, you know, so I'd love to speak with you and your listeners about Million Hearts, and I'm, I'm here to uh, help you all learn more about the initiative, but also to embrace this initiative on behalf of our nation. Absolutely. And this has been such a landmark initiative for us and has really helped us as we have um, tried to move our cardiac rehab programs forward to get more patients into our uh, programs. And you've been a really a pioneer in this work. Uh, so we're very appreciative of that. Um, but tell us a little bit more um, about the Million Hearts 2027 plan. Yeah, certainly, as you mentioned in the opening introduction, Million Hearts recognizes that preventing a million heart attack strokes and cardiovascular events over the next five years is possible. It's possible through the implementation of proven and effective strategies for cardiovascular disease prevention. Million Hearts works across all 50 states and through several hundred valued partners such as AACBPR. To reach the aim of Million Hearts, we've identified three priority areas of focus for Million Hearts 2027, building healthy communities, optimizing care, and focusing on health equity. Just a little more detail about each and every one of these priority areas. As we think about building healthy communities, this is a focus on where we live, learn, work, and play so that the healthy choices are the easy choice for all. We've identified all throughout the initiative very specific priorities. And so under building healthy communities, the priorities are to decrease tobacco use, decrease physical inactivity, and then also reduce exposure to particle pollution. And so 
I know we're taping this ahead of the opportunity for others to listen, but today we're celebrating, uh, and this week we're celebrating National Air Quality Awareness Week. And Million Hearts has identified uh, the importance of raising awareness that particle pollution, the air we breathe, both inside and outside, both locally and more globally, affects our cardiovascular health. And this will be important for the cardiac rehab community to identify uh, and educate their participants uh, because there may be really hazardous air quality days in which those living at high risk for cardiovascular disease might be at even greater risk for a cardiovascular event. Now I'll come back to the optimizing care because this is the core of cardiac rehabilitation. It really is uh, based upon the core principles of cardiac rehab. It's focusing on the ABCs, appropriate aspirin use for secondary cardiovascular disease prevention. That's an important qualification there. Million Hearts 2027 has now uh, determined that we'll be focusing on anticoagulation use to reduce the risk of stroke in people living with atrial fib fibrillation, a great opportunity. And we focus on the rest of the ABCs, blood pressure control, cholesterol management, and smoking cessation. Now, Million Hearts, as I told you, we continue to focus and highlight the importance of cardiac rehabilitation under optimizing care with the goal of participation in cardiac rehab at 70% for Medicare eligible patients. So we have, we have a long way to go there, um, significant gaps, but really um, amazing opportunities today like we have not had before. And then lastly, focusing on health equity. Here we've identified populations who suffer the worst outcomes of cardiovascular disease, where there is both evidence and opportunity to make a significant impact. Specifically here, we've targeted cardiovascular health outcomes for pregnant and postpartum women with hypertension, so the hypertensive disorders of pregnancy, people from racial and ethnic minority groups, people with behavioral health issues who use tobacco, people with lower incomes, and people who live in rural areas or other access deserts. Million Hearts remains committed to increasing the participation in cardiac rehabilitation and this commitment includes these priority populations, those with racial and ethnic minority uh, challenges uh, that we see underutilization of cardiac rehabilitation uh, in this population, uh, those of lower incomes, and there, there are many challenges, not only getting referred to cardiac rehab, uh, but just getting to the cardiac rehab programs themselves, transportation issues, of course, copay issues and then people who live in rural areas or other access deserts. Thank you, Dr. Sperling, for that uh, wonderful update on uh, what the initiatives are in the Million Hearts uh, 2027. What I have always appreciated going back to the initial work of, of Million Hearts is how you've taken this big initiative and you've condensed it down and you've created tools, you've created strategies for the individuals working within cardiac rehab. And uh, you know, I was I, I was fortunate to be you know part of the board as, as a lot of that work was rolling out and to see it firsthand, the work and the collaboration and just how valuable a lot of that work was and a lot of that work has continued and really has has changed with the way that we're practicing in Cardiac Rehab. We're not there yet, as you alluded to, uh, but as you look to this next 
initiative, this, this next iteration of Million Hearts, how do you see cardiac rehab programs and professionals playing a role in all those initiatives that you just outlined? Yeah, thank you. And so as you mentioned, um, Million Hearts as a national initiative, a CDC CMS initiative has recognized the decade of this initiative. Uh, but as a nation, we're in a very different place than where we were a decade ago in terms of uh, both our challenges, but also uh, unique opportunities. And so we are launching Million Hearts 2027 recognizing these important opportunities. We're committed to cardiac rehabilitation. Uh, we shine a light on evidence-based strategies for cardiovascular disease prevention. And the initiative really serves as a learning lab and repository of tools, protocols, and resources for partners to use to implement strategies. We know that favorably impacting the Million Hearts priorities over the next five years by 20%. So if we look at the current data right now in the US where there's about 28% of Medicare eligible individuals for cardiac rehab, class one indication, you know, we just wanna move that bar by 20% over the next five years. But if we collectively affect the Million Hearts priorities over the next five years, we can prevent a million cardiovascular events. So by meeting the goal of 70% participation in cardiac rehabilitation, we estimate that we would save 25,000 lives and prevent 180,000 hospitalizations annually in the United States. So do the math over the next five years there and realize you know, the potential for cardiac rehab to contribute to the Million Hearts Initiative. Now, Million Hearts specifically serves to promote evidence-based strategies for cardiovascular disease prevention, but we convene healthcare community and public health champions. We also facilitate meaningful collaboration and resource sharing and address health equities through specific policies, processes, and practices. Um, you talked about the work of Million Hearts in cardiac rehabilitation and and how you've been involved with that since its inception. And it, it is certainly significant. Um, you know, it's exciting. It's, it's really um, a space that we see significant promise. In October of 2020, we had hoped to hold the first ever cardiac, rehabilita cardiac rehabilitation think tank in person during the beautiful fall in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, unfortunately, uh, this pandemic snuck up on us. and. Uh, what we did was hold a virtual cardiac rehab think tank where we convened over 20 organizations and national experts in cardiac rehabilitation. And this was a think tank where we focused on accelerating new care models. I mentioned the concept of access deserts. And so in a paper in the Journal of Cardiac Rehabilitation and Prevention, Hilary Wall, one of our members of the cardiac rehab uh, think tank, but also the senior scientists of the Million Hearts uh, Initiative, she and others, I believe I was the senior author on this paper, we described for the first time the concept of a cardiac rehabilitation desert. Now, we define this as having less than one cardiac rehab program for 100,000 adults in a community. Now, you would expect that cardiac rehab deserts occur in rural areas, which they often do, but they also occur in metropolitan areas. A really 
a striking piece of information as we think about new care models is that if we filled appropriately every center-based cardiac rehab spot in the US, we would still be utilizing less than half of the potential spots to serve those in need of cardiac rehabilitation. So I, I say that even if we optimize center-based cardiac rehab, you know, the glass is still at least half empty. So here uh, we need to realize that uh, new care models are necessary. Um, and as we want to deliver this class one recommendation that you all know, comprehensive cardiovascular risk reduction with proven benefits does all the things we want to do in the world of cardiac prevention, right? We impact favorably cardiovascular disease, morbidity, mortality, quality of life. We reduce hospitalizations. Um, but the opportunity for new care models, the validation of these, and also adhering to the core components of cardiac rehabilitation will be key. The last thing I want to mention here uh, is uh, our cardiac rehabilitation collaborative. I know uh, AACVPR has been intimately involved with this collaborative. It's uh, led by one of our team members, Haley Stulp. Uh, Haley is, is really a champion of cardiac rehabilitation. And this is an open forum of multidisciplinary professionals who are taking action to help at least 70% of the eligible patients participate in cardiac rehabilitation. The collaborative meets quarterly to exchange information, ideas, and resources. Now, this collaborative started out as a small work group of subject matter experts, but it has grown exponentially more than 500 members from more than 240 organizations, with AACPPR being an integral and high-level contributing member. So, I very much, and we very much encourage the listeners of this podcast to join the Cardiac Rehab Collaborative if they've not done, done so. And then, you know, overall, if we think about the construct of Million Hearts, we like to say Million Hearts provide the foundation and the tools, but the Million Hearts partners build the house. And so the partners of Million Hearts like AACVPR and the members of AACVPR, they are truly the heart of Million Hearts. I absolutely love that analogy. And that's uh, not to, I wasn't thinking of that exact analogy, but as you walk through all of that, um, you know, you talked about the tools and building and building those tools and building that house. And having been part of that think tank and then part of the cardiac rehab collaborative, and I'm also on the health equity work group. What I've been most impressed by is the collation of individuals and, and expertise that you have brought to the table. Because um, so often, and we do this a lot within healthcare in general, is we think that we're experts. So we're experts in cardiac rehab. We think we can solve the problems. Um, and then so we go down a path. But what you've done is you've brought people that don't necessarily work within cardiac rehab, but understand the problem and can understand the different solutions. And I, I've really appreciated that. Um, and then you go back to the, you know, the rehab deserts. And I've I've quoted that. I've heard many people quote that numerous times as we talk about innovation. And that's what you were getting at. We, we cannot um, you know, just fill up our traditional brick and mortar cardiac rehab programs. We need to innovate. And what does that look like? Does that look like hybrid? Where does virtual play into this? How does you know, uh, different care delivery models play into this? Um, and what you have done 
And what the Million Hearts has done has pushed us to innovate. And it's and it's uh, you know it, it's been wonderful to get our programs and our professionals thinking that way uh, because it's it's it can't happen within a think tank only. It has to happen as you said within the membership. So very appreciative for that work. And yes, want to reiterate because it is open. Join the Cardiac Rehab Collaborative. It, you, you, will, you will learn a lot of information. You'll hear from a lot of different experts inside our cardiac rehab world, but also outside of it as well. And getting that different, per, that different perspective, I think, is, is more, than, more than valuable. So with all that said, we're um, in you know, a, a maybe post-pandemic world. You know, we've, we've been dealing with this for over two years now. Um, but we've also been dealing with, um, as some would say, you know, the dogma of traditional cardiac rehab, um, the way that, that it was done 30 years ago. Um, what do you see as the biggest challenges and opportunities facing healthcare professionals and cardiac rehab programs today? Yeah, so Tom, um, you know, you mentioned our, our current realities. So we, we must recognize our current realities. We must learn from them. Um, I often refer to BC before COVID. Right now, of course, we are still hopefully on, on the tail end of the, you know, the pandemic itself, but uh, I do think uh, COVID is, is here to stay. But what are the lessons that we have learned uh, and can implement moving forward? And you talked about that, you know, the Million Hearts Initiative and the Million Hearts Cardiac Rehab uh, think tank helped to push innovation, but I think another important thing for us to realize is that the pandemic helped to push innovation. And so one of the quotes I've used frequently over the last couple of years has been an Albert Einstein quote, in the midst of our difficulty lies opportunity. And so um, so challenges, of course, um, there's there's not been a two years like the past two years any that any of us can remember. Um, and so clearly there have been unprecedented challenges for health professionals and healthcare professionals and cardiovascular health professionals for each and every one of us, you know, professionally, but personally and collectively. And so, um, as you all know, many of the cardiac rehab programs across the country were completely closed. There were staffing challenges. There continue to be staffing challenges. There's burnout, many unknowns. And, you know, we, we all had to adapt. Um, sometimes adapt today or adapt tomorrow. So um, I think the challenges that we have all experienced have made us recognize all the more so the need for new care models in cardiac rehabilitation, the need for this delivery. Um, why? Because our, our role is to serve those in need. And when we can't do that, we haven't really met the potential for cardiac rehabilitation across the country. So these new care models, as you mentioned, hybrid models, um, remote models that could dramatically increase access to valuable, critically important programs like cardiac rehabilitation. We also realized over the last two years, um, and, and I think we've known this all along, that cardiac rehab is a team sport, right? Um, Team-based care, critical. It is part of the magic of cardiac rehabilitation. Um, having started a cardiac rehab program and 
um, been the medical director, uh, cardiac rehabilitation is also a community, um, an extended community. And so that's part of the magic of cardiac rehab as well. But, you know, we have to optimize team-based care. And that means utilizing the talents and the dedication of each and every one of our team members at the top of their license and capabilities. And, you know, really these new care models should not be restrictive. Um, in my opinion, this is gonna allow for professional growth um, and, you know, spaces that none of us ever imagined being in before. Um, and, you know, I actually look forward to, you know, the future here to see what, what cause we're making the future today. Absolutely. And your, and your last point, um, you know, a, a, not necessarily a quote, but a saying that I like to use a lot of times is adversity breeds opportunity. And that's what we've had to deal with over the past couple of years. And, and to your point, and, and what I try to tell our team is, is, you know, let's look at this as an opportunity for that personal professional growth. Uh, Cause there's a lot of things that we can do. We think outside of the box. So um, absolutely wonderful advice. Uh, so one last question. So what would be one thing uh, that you would say to our AACVPR members that they can do to support the Million Hearts mission? Yeah, for the AACVPR members, for the listeners of this podcast, you are truly, you are the Million Hearts initiative. Um, and so I would hope that you realize uh, listening in today that we can prevent a million heart attack strokes and cardiovascular events in our nation. We can do this through the delivery of proven and effective strategies. And so because cardiac rehabilitation is so underutilized, program staff and other healthcare professionals interested in improving the rates of referral, enrollment, participation, and completion of cardiac rehabilitation, you truly have a unique opportunity to be change agents at your institutions. Also, if we improve cardiac rehab utilization and delivery, um, this is not going to happen de novo. So we not only need change agents, but champions. And um, having been a part of a cardiac rehab community previously, I firmly believe that the members of the cardiac rehab team, I mean, they are champions. Um, uh, they are really um, so passionate about what they do and, and the benefits of what they provide to so many. So be champions, be change agents, and then uh, lastly, um, identify these opportunities. Change is necessary, find those solutions, but importantly, measure and share that progress, which I think we do throughout the collaborative. It's you know, learning from each other across the country, um, what works, what doesn't work. And so the first step of this journey um, we'd recommend spend some time reviewing the Million Hearts AACVPR Cardiac Rehabilitation Change Package, and then pick one change idea, just one, to implement at your program. This change package is being updated this year with plans to release the revised version in early 2023, but get started today. See how you can better meet the panvascular health needs in your community. Dr. Sperling, that was just some unbelievable advice and, and, and insights. And I, I wanna speak directly to our members uh, to let you all know of the gift that we have within our organization and the gift we have to have you uh, 
um, helping to lead the million hearts. You are such a champion of cardiac rehab, of, of what happens within cardiac rehab, of the teams. You know, so many, and you've talked a lot of programs around the country, they're in basements, whether it's literally or figuratively, um, and they're, you know, not always top of mind. Um, and that shouldn't be the case ever uh, because of all the things that you just said. And to know that we have a champion like you that, that is really advancing that, that value that is brought within cardiac rehab at this level, at leading the Million Hearts Initiative is incredibly appreciated. I hope our members recognize that. And, and on behalf of our membership, I wanna thank you for all that you do and are doing. Um, and thank you for your time today. I've really enjoyed learning more and, and hear, hearing more about how our members can get involved in this. Thank you again, Dr. Yeah, well, thank you, Tom. Uh, truly a million thanks on behalf of our Million Hearts team and Million Hearts partners. Um, we have a lot of work to do in front of us. So um, buckle your seatbelts and, and let's get at it. So uh, thank you again for the invitation and opportunity to join today. Absolutely, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Pulse Pod from the American Association of Cardiovascular and Pulmonary Rehabilitation. If you have thoughts or questions about today's episode, I encourage AACPR members to continue the conversation on the Pulse discussion forum. If you like what you hear, and maybe even your host, please leave a five-star rating and review on one of your preferred podcast platforms and share on social media. To learn more about AACPR, visit www.aacvpr.org. We'll see you next time on the AACVPR Pulse Pod.